Welcome to this episode of It's a Social Thing with me, Venus, your host. And this week on the pod, we have... Me, Sophia. It's the me, Mario. <laughs> no, it's me, Sophia. You've seen me on Snapchat. You've probably tried to follow me on Instagram. I don't know. <laughs> Even if you don't recognize her voice, you've probably recognized her face. She's a often star on the sweet Snapchat story on the Explore page. If you haven't seen her, feel free to go back and check out the past episodes. My favorite is when you guys went through all of Ariana Grande's most iconic looks. And that was uh, my favorite too. I gotta tell you, it was the my like I was like, is this ponytail? like my persona now is this my personality it is it is i feel like you needed to keep it did they give you the hair oh yeah oh i no i i tried i tried i was trying to walk right out like i was like joanne the scammer and they were like no honey bring it back (laughs) they're like not today like that's probably like you're not ariana (laughs) yeah i want to say it's probably like at least a grand birth of human hair on her head I don't think. Yeah, yeah. That's what the Grande actually stands for in her last name. <laughs> is the amount of money that she spends on her ponytail. I know, right? I like want to. I was like, she's like, I want it. I like it. I bought it. I got it. Or whatever the words for her song are. I don't know them. But. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. Copyright issues. Yeah, exactly. I said it off, off brand on purpose. That was. <laughs> She's super fun. So when you're not starring on the sweet Snapchat, what are you doing with your life? I am that typical Aquarius. I am an artist, a writer, uh, an oversharer of conspiracy theories. Um, <laughs> I work in photo and video. I like saying video because sometimes I'm in front of the camera. Sometimes I'm behind, most times I'm behind actually um, working on sets for either TV, film, or short-form videos, like the ones that you guys watch on YouTube and stuff like that. It's really fun. I'm so glad to hear that. I'm glad that you've stayed true to the college lifestyle. Yes. For the the people listening that don't know us, uh, we went to college together, and Sophia was part of the RTF major, radio, television, film. So I'm always happy when I see people really succeeding that are coming out of Rowan University's RTF program. There's a plug. Be our sponsor. That would be cool. (laughs) (laughs) Let's get them. I know, right? I was like, maybe, who knows? But probably not. They're going to be like, mm, not our topics. <laughs> <laughs> it could be, though. Yeah, it should. We're talking about important things, you know? Yes, exactly. Yeah. So I'm super stoked to hear all the stuff that you've been up to. So, what are three fun facts about yourself? Go. Ooh, okay, so I guess this one's not that fun, but it rhymes with fun. <laughs> so um, I have a sun allergy, and it's always really interesting in the summers because I'm like, I love outside. And then my skin is like, is this dangerous? So I normally break out in this like gnarly hive, but you can you still kidding? catch me outside. <laughs> no, I'm not. <laughs> no, look it up, everybody. Google sun allergy. It's, it's really common in kids. Um, not common with adults, you know. That's I supposed see. to be something that that you, that your body gets over. But my body was like, "We're gonna, we're gonna hold on to this one," especially <laughs> since she um, she loves staying outside. We're gonna, we're gonna, 
We're going to punish her a little bit. Of course. Yeah. Maybe like, hey, girl, you like this? Sucks. Yeah, it's like, oh, are you trying to walk to the to the deli next door? Not today. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Wow, and I thought that my allergy to alcohol was bad, but I mean, I don't know what I would do without being able to go in the sunlight. Yeah, I, I remember. I think I remember you you mentioning that in college and I was like, boy, that really sucks. <laughs> I never considered it after. Yeah. That that definitely is hard. I can imagine that's hard. But you know, let's be honest, you're not really missing that much. Correct. It gets it gets like kind of old the older you get. You're like, Ugh. like it's it's not that fun anyway. I know. And I still do it. I just uh take Benadryl and black the fuck out after. Um. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's kind of like what happens to me with my sun allergy too. You black out too? <laughs> no, no, I just like I I suppress everything for the rest of the day because I'm like I just hate the fact that I'm scratching my skin so much. Yeah, yeah. I always wear extra thick foundation when I'm going out, so you can't see it until it's you like can't see it. Yeah, yeah. that's like, clever. Are you dying? And I'm like, yes, <laughs> yes, I am. <laughs> <laughs> Hell yeah, brother! Like that's what I'm trying to do here. If you fuck me up, yes, fam. exactly. Let's get it. <laughs> Come on, time's a ticking. I'm here for a good time, not a long time. Exactly. I'm not gonna claim. I'm not going to claim that joke. I've seen that on Twitter. So people, please don't come after me. I know I didn't create that. <laughs> <laughs> don't worry. Yeah. So another fun fact. Um, oh, this one's, this one's also kind of, again, Aquarius. Um, I recently <laughs> cried like literal tears over wholesome raccoon videos the other day because <laughs> I'm obsessed with raccoons lately. I could not tell you why. I think they're just so like dirty and cute at the same time. I kind of relate. <laughs> you relate to the raccoons, the trash can. I relate to raccoons. I'm like, you know, I too am always on board for free food. And I'm always sneaky about it, even if it's presented to me. Oh, that's so good. I love that. What's your favorite one? <laughs> My favorite's like uh, the one, there's one where it jumps on top of someone's car mid-driving and like scurries across the, like, the hood of the car and then jumps yes. <laughs> in the fucking uh, garbage. This <laughs> is like, oh, what are you doing that for? Oh, I see. Trash. Yes, I get it. Trash can, I can't judge them. Trash. <laughs> I um, love it. And I guess my last fun fact is um, I share a birthday with David Lynch and Audrey Hepburn died on my exact birthday. And wow. for as long as I've been alive, I've felt like maybe, just maybe, I am the reincarnation of Audrey Hepburn. <laughs> Even though hey. I have done nothing to justify that. And I have you no never know. That. You never know. Yeah. You can't prove it. People can't prove it. It's just like mermaids. You yeah. can't prove that they exactly. don't. So it, they do. You exist. can't prove that I'm not Audrey Hepburn. Exactly. So you are our <laughs> Audrey Hepburn. That's who we're talking to today. I'm going to rename this one. Hey, guys. Yeah. <laughs> it's me, Audrey. Back from the dead. It's been a minute. <laughs> yeah. 
sorry. I said BRB and it took quite a while. <laughs> That's my favorite. That's great. <laughs> awesome. Well, thanks so much for being a guest. I'm super Thank stoked you. for this conversation. So today we're going to talk about how social has impacted hookup culture and kind yeah. of our own personal experiences with that. And then after this episode, I might do some more follow-up episodes to get more POVs on it. So people listening, yeah. you're not only going to be, you're not going to be the only voice of it. So don't worry. Um, it'll be interesting. I just think that there's so much to talk about on this subject. And like, it's really yeah. the way that intimacy is perceived, especially in the United States. So sad. So obviously like everyone knows the main two, Tinder, Bumble, they're great. Um, and also the worst at the same exact time. But mm-hmm. <laughs> many people don't realize that there's over a hundred plus dating apps around the world that are like popular enough to like be on a list. Like coffee. Wait, Bumble. really? Yeah, like there's not it's not so like think about all the human beings that are on Bumble and Tinder, and then they're also yeah. all over the other places. Like obviously yeah. like, everyone knows like <laughs> segmented on the apps, like you know, there's, there's yeah. that like probably aren't okay, but like, <laughs> like, uh, yeah. Jewish people meet or coffee meets bagel, which is for everyone, but, or farmers, farmers only. Yeah. Farmers only, which always is crazy yeah. to me. Don't you want to expand your, your mind and meet new people? Like if you're not yeah. meeting people in your community in real life, then what makes you think that the social version of that is going to be any better? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's very true. That it's like, ooh. Yeah. You're kind of searching the same pond, but online. Exactly. You're like, I'm just going to stick with this because I feel like I need to. Like Christians. Yeah. Which, you know, there's a funny yeah. Hallmark movie about, which I laugh every time I see it on TV. Um, <laughs> not that there's anything wrong with people that are using these very segmented sites, but it's also perpetuating the idea that people can't talk to people across or different than them, you know? Like, yes. for example, would you ever see someone across the aisle from you politically? I think that it would depend um, on a bunch of different factors, but it's the same kind of thing with if somebody isn't an animal lover, like it's not, well, not the same exact thing for me personally, but it would, it, there are different factors that would have to be considered. I think that, um, I'm a little bit more lenient about like religious views than I am with political views, but I'm not a stickler about anything. That's good. Good to, to the know. point where I feel like I'm like, yeah, I don't feel like I'm limiting myself. Yeah, I feel like that's great to hear because people definitely are. Like, I remember yeah. in 2016 when like the elections were happening, a lot of people started to put Democrat or liberal in their or not sorry, Democrat, liberal, or Republican and conservative, depending on like what wording you wanted to use there in their dating. Yeah which is super interesting because I talked to a bunch of people about it and a lot of people say that they would not date someone who one voted for Trump and two is super conservative if they're super liberal if they don't see eye to eye topics which you know dating I personally am dating someone that is not as liberal as I am I won't say he's like super conservative because he's not Mm -hmm. but (laughs) It's not easy. Like I get comments yeah. all the time, people being like, how could you be in a relationship with this person? And I'm always just like, 
because I love them. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's a lot of it's it's. I think people find, um, especially now, given social media in general, I feel like they feel like they have agency over people's lives and what they should should and shouldn't do and like whether or not it's like oh well how do you do this and like it's hard to put yourself in somebody's shoes like that you know and also if you don't know the person exactly you can't say whether or not that the person that you do know is making a mistake um it's it's up to them to make that mistake if it is a mistake and if it's not then you know you move on. It's it's not your life. Yeah, <laughs> you know? exactly. Like be like, shut up and put out. <laughs> like in yeah. the nicest. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, I think it's super interesting. Like the way that politics has played a role in the way that we're dating people. Like, yeah, crazy. Russia got into everything. <laughs> That'll yeah. be a whole different episode. <laughs> <laughs> I think that for me, I, I feel like, I don't know if you've noticed it either, but I think that politics has, have definitely within dating have like taken the forefront. Yeah. Like, like I said, like more than religion or like other ethics oh, kind sure. of things. Like it's, it's really just like, this is kind of a be all end all. And I, I understand both. <laughs> I hate to say it like this, but I do understand <laughs> both sides. I know somebody has said something like that, but I don't, I don't agree with that person. But um, I do understand both sides where where you do want to go with something, you know, that you, everybody has their thing that's not exactly something that they're willing to budge on. Yeah. But um, but also it, it's it's a lot more nuanced than just saying no, especially when you look into um, different the different um, factors. Yeah. of people's political views. Yeah, like where did they come from? Where did they grow up? Where did they like yeah. Yeah. Did you grow Think up about in a small the, town? Uh, a big town, a metro yeah. area. Do you have, you know, LGBTQ AI plus family members? Like that is yeah. all you're not getting from someone's profile. Like so people yeah. like to just take these stances because they Feel like they have to I guess I don't know but <laughs> and, I'm it's, not gonna and, it's, and it's a little yeah it's like a little blurb it's it's something that that people feel like encapsulates and enca- I don't think that's how you say that word <laughs> maybe maybe whatever that like it's like a yeah it's, it's like a snapshot of who they are and yeah. um and there's there are it's like I'm sorry to go on a rant but there are pressures on on these dating sites to stand out but to also fall in line with how people like the link. Like you don't ever want to have something that um, will make you stand out for the wrong reason or a wall of text describing who you are. You have like, what is it like five seconds less than that for a person to like, if they're actually reading your profile to, to decide whether or not they like you. So like we've sort of been reduced to these like little blurbs about ourselves that, don't really describe everything and we've reduced others to little blurbs about themselves too just to kind of like okay can I get along with you yes or no boom done yeah and that's not enough time like that was my issue with with dating online and I did it for so many years um but for me I literally put in my bio DM me on Instagram and I'll help you write a better bio because (laughs) those bios suck (laughs) 
<laughs> That's amazing. People actually took me up on it, which was my favorite thing. I was like, all right, let's just do it. We're going to give you a little fix up, make it beautiful, give you a little spark. Yeah, yeah. Because uh, people need that. People don't know. Like, like you and I, we both went to school in like the creative field and we, I know how to tell a story. Like I don't need, yes. especially I'm, I work in social media. Like I, I only need 120 characters to really tell you a story. So like I'm very yeah. good at writing short form content, but most people aren't. They're like, chill, likes to stay at home or be like Netflix and chill. Question yeah. Hookups only. Question yeah. Like you're not sending the right I message. love pizza. Yeah. Yeah. And it's like, like everybody does. <laughs> like that's come not. Meet my dog. That's, not like, that's super cool. How cute is your dog? But also I yeah. don't like you. I just want your dog. Um, yeah. It's like, like, who are you? Yeah. 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 <laughs> be like, I don't want to date your dog. Cause that could get super weird, super fast. Yes. Honestly, <laughs> I've been in that boat where I've swiped a person specifically because I, they had my dream dog and I, oh. and I started thinking about my life with, with this the person dog. who I didn't even know specifically so I can dream about my life with this dog. <laughs> and anyone that says they haven't done that is a liar. <laughs> like, oh yeah. 100%. I'm not alone in that. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not alone. <laughs> I definitely messaged someone and I was like, your dog is really cute. Can I take it to the park? And they were like, yeah. What? And I was like, I don't want to date you. I just really like your dog. <laughs> yeah. Do you need a dog sitter? <laughs> yeah. Honestly, that's a great place to find dog sitters. I'd be like, I'll babysit your dog. I will not babysit. Yeah. But I will, I will touch your dog and not in a I will. <laughs> yeah. And that is not a euphemism for yeah. me touching anything else. I literally just want to pet your yeah. animal, your yeah. dog, the thing okay. with the floppy ears. Yeah. It has yeah. If, if other yeah. parts of you have fur on it, I don't want to know about it, you know? <laughs> yeah, I don't care about that. Yeah. Uh, it's so good. But yeah, no, I, I feel like they're, the first issue with, with the hookup culture is the way that people phrase their bios. Like the people that are like, just yeah. good for a hookup. Or I, I've seen like multiple, like, you know, looking for a third or, which is totally fine. Yeah. You know, people getting upset, like with the catfish, like people have catfished using my profile before, which is always a fun uh, Instagram DM to get from a stranger. Hey. um, Really? (gasps) Yeah. They're like, so someone's pretending to be you. They copied your whole profile. Oh my gosh. They left my Instagram handle in there. I was like, you idiot. (laughs) (gasps) That is so crazy. I was, yeah. like, uh, I was like, I need that taken down right now. And it's happened to multiple people. It happened to my boyfriend before. Like, if it's if you don't think it's happened to you, it's probably happened to you and you don't know. About I was just thinking that. I was like, I don't think that's ever happened to me. It's happened. And I, I don't I I feel like that's like a also like a coming from like, oh, I don't really think I'm like hot shit for that. You're beautiful. But it's you know, well, oh, thank you. But <laughs> but like I don't Oh, that's like one of like my my nightmares. Like in a situation where somebody's like, "Hey, I think I know you," and it's like, "Oh, you definitely don't." Yeah, like imagine they start talking to that person, and they're like, you know, taking it like an extra step, and one day they yeah. look, they're like, "Hey," and you're like, "I have no idea who you are," and they're like, "I have for no idea who you mind. are." That's like terrifying. Yeah. And also a yes. reason not to open up to anyone ever again. Like you just scarred this person yeah. emotionally for life. Like how could you? How did? Yes. You? Uh, yeah, but it's it's always fun. 
So I, I also think about like how, um, how catfish itself has like become a different, it has like such a different connotation too. Cause there are times where like specifically today I was having like a, like, Oh no, does my profile even look like me? <laughs> that kind of catfish. Oh because yeah. That's something that, that people are saying like no catfishes, but really what they're meaning is like, old photos like you look yeah. better in your photo or or you happen to be a little bit fatter in real life like i don't want that shit or something like that or you like know your angles and you're like sorry that i know my angles bro yeah and they're like you don't look like i actually oh my gosh i had somebody tell me that i didn't really look like my photos and it fucked me up. sorry i don't know if really? i can curse, you can curse. It, mess- it it fucked me up for <laughs> now years old like I, <laughs> I like, ah, do I do I look like me what did he mean but he really he meant that I look shorter in real life uh, or no I look shorter online and I'm tall I'm a tall yeah, girl so tall. and yeah. I, I feel like a lot of tall girls feel like they have to say something and for a while I wasn't saying anything and this guy was very upset that I didn't say anything. But like, what does height mean? So, you know, like certain things do yeah. matter. And I've I've been on record saying that certain things matter. Um, I don't yeah. think that I wouldn't date someone just because they're shorter or like t- shorter or or taller than I am. Like, yeah, ten years ago, I think that, yeah, but now now it's like completely like, yeah okay now. When you again, I think it's a, a getting older thing. Like you're you start to kind of figure out a little bit more of like the personable things that you you're attracted to rather than the physical things. Yeah. Um, But some people are like this guy, he was shorter than me and I was okay with that um, because I've had so many years to get over the fact (laughs) that I'm tall and like, and, and there's no shame in it anymore for me, but he, I guess had it had that sort of conversation with himself about you know moving on from from projected expectations and so he was like I thought you were shorter you don't look like your profile (laughs) and then he ghosted me and I was like I was giving you a chance shorty (laughs) (laughs) oh no now somewhere he's like crying in the corner he's like no yeah um (laughs) but that's such a good point though like I had I was, I had talked to putting air quotes that no one could see around the word talked, but to a guy that Mm -hmm. was much shorter than I am, probably like, Mm -hmm. like five or so inches shorter than me. And it was fine. I like, one of my boyfriends in college was the same height as me, uh, basically like without heels on. Uh, (laughs) so like I just didn't wear heels. Like it wasn't a big deal for me. Like, but I know that. Yeah height is such a big deal but to me it's more about that emotional connection are you funny yeah make me laugh how are you you know out in other places um is the sexual attraction there kind of thing yeah when i was in caught when we were in college uh, it feels like so long ago and i know that it's getting to that point where it's, it's creeping it is it has been a little bit of a time there's been some time yeah yeah, I know. Um, but my roommate and I, um, she was like my flatmate, Sammy. She is also a tall girl. And we called what we had tall boy syndrome, <laughs> where you saw a tall guy. And 
even if you weren't really attracted to him or he was like as dumb as a brick or something, it was still like, Oh, he's cute. Like, but that was, that's how it was back then. Yeah. For me now, it's a definite thing that like, I am like, Ooh, ears up. And I'm like, perked and like, Ooh, you're tall. <laughs> but like, if your personality is boring, I'm like, well, no. Yeah. If you're, if we don't vibe, we don't vibe. I vibe with, with guys who are the same height as me. I vibe with guys who are shorter than me. Like, Nah. it's all good it's all good <laughs> yeah that's what love yeah. is it's just i mean like everyone has such a different idea of what love is now because of social and also because of you know all of the beautiful picture perfect relationships that you see online but like none yes. of them are picture perfect like no one's no. gonna post a picture when you're fighting and you're crying in, in your room because someone's yeah no the others pissed you off to a point where you literally are like I don't know what to do with myself right now. I need to punch something. Um, yeah. So like, of course know. not. It's, it's a cure. It's, it's all curated. It's what, what we want to portray. And even our profiles, it's like, I don't say like, Oh, Hey, I have general anxiety disorder and I'm on Zoloft. Yeah. Like, I don't feel like I'm not, I'm not like filling be, everything. Put one of your pictures with like the pill bottle be like, yeah. Yeah. I'm oh, like, hey. <laughs> <laughs> You'd be like, oh, wow. myself. I'm a good time. Yeah. Also, sometimes I'm really fucking not and I'm a mess, but also love me. Um, yeah. yeah. But it's nobody, true. Nobody's really being like completely raw. And there are like both, both sides of the coin are justifiable. Nobody wants to be, you know, you don't want to be too personal online, especially on a dating profile, but you also don't want to be too like mysterious. Yeah. Um, yeah, people that have like yes, nothing I get in their bios. I'm talking to those people right now. Put something in your oh, bio. Try put something do in it. Something for someone. Yeah, I I know that it's tiring. I probably as much as I like talking, I hate talking <laughs> in a bio about myself. Like I have what two hundred words to say something. Yeah. Two on like I, it's not even two hundred words. It's probably two two hundred characters. I don't know. I don't even know anymore. It's different for everything. But at this point, like I'm like I'm putting something in here, and you can put something in there too. Just like I in my Tinder profile currently, in it's almost June 2019. <laughs> in case people <laughs> listen back to this, um, I hopefully I'm not on that on tinder for much longer but i have tall and tired as my <laughs> bio and i still get i still get people asking me questions based off of that it's just like it's a little it's a diving board for, for a, a conversation. conversation yeah because so if you don't have anything if you, yeah if you don't have anything then i'm gonna ask you about your t-shirt in photo number four like yeah you're not giving me anything to work with yeah and then you're a group shots the whole time and i'm like what do you even look like yeah when are you i don't know be like what if you want yes. to you and i want that one but then you're, you're yes not. yes it's ah, almost so always the person you don't want don't it want. to be yeah and that's why people use group group photos because it's a form of no. they're like hey yeah Maybe no one will notice and they'll just swipe. Yeah, it's like you swipe to the to the right yeah. in the photo and you see that, oh wait, you're this what why would you even do that? 
you know, just put, just do only you. We know that you have friends. You don't have to, to do a group photo. Yeah. And like, you know, I, I don't know anymore because I have, it's been uh, almost two years now since I've been on a dating site, but oh, <laughs> I know. Congratulations. You Thank made you. it out. <laughs> oh my God. I know my two year anniversary is coming up uh, in one month from when we were recording this. <laughs> Or actually two months, two months, <laughs> July, end of July. Um, so that's exciting. Congratulations. And I live with a human and <laughs> we have a bunny and it's beautiful. But if you had asked me three years ago, right after I was like broken up with, after I was about to break up with them, I was like, this is awkward. I was going to break up with you because we don't <laughs> have anything in common at all. In your yeah. Um, <laughs> but you know, like we didn't, and that happened. And I was just like, fuck, am I ever going to find someone? Like I am yeah. so sick and tired of having to re-download the app. You know, like that is the worst yes. feeling coming out of a relationship and having to re-download it. It's like admitting that you failed at something when in reality yeah. you fail because you tried. You can only because fail by not tried. trying. <laughs> yes. I, I, and I resonate with that. You are preaching to the freaking choir with that because yes, there is such a, like a deep shame to still, even with online dating, it's like, ah, I'm back here again. Like I yeah. hate this, but it's, it's just like how everything is so forward moving with media and like, and being online, of course, dating is like, so there shouldn't be any shame with that. A lot of people I think hold on to me too, is especially um, hold on to like this idea of like meeting somebody organically. So yeah. when it doesn't work out and you have to go back on this thing, you kind of feel shameful. It's like a, a, a cat with, you know, their, their <laughs> tail between your legs. You're like, yeah. I don't, I can't believe off, I'm like, still on here. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I'm not broken. Like, and like to the people that feel that way, like that they're broken, yeah. that, you know, it's never going to happen for them. Like you just have to hold yeah. on. Like, but yeah. that is also an issue. Like there is a point where I feel like the way that we converse, like sometimes people meet like the love of their lives on these sites and that's <laughs> beautiful and amazing. Yeah. But a lot of people never will meet that person online. Like it's going to happen in real yeah. life because yeah. that's how chemistry kind of works. Like you need to be in yeah. someone in order to know if there's true chemistry there like that. Yeah. Once in a, once in a moment kind of thing. But yeah. Um, you know, people don't know how to meet people in real life. And that's another issue that social has caused. Like, it's just, I remember yes. being in a bar <laughs> with my friends and there was this very attractive man across the bar from me. And I was like, wow, he's so cute. Like I should go talk to him. And then instead of going to talk to him, I aggressively turned on Bumble, lowered the location to less than a mile away and just started swiping. And so I swipe. okay. I've done that too. <laughs> because I was afraid to go up to a person and talk to them in a yeah. bar, which is why you go to yeah. bars. People don't want to talk to people anymore in real life. Like, yeah, like it's, I think, yeah. I think it's hard. I think, I think we've kind of set ourselves up for this kind of like we're in a, a kind of like a, a, a loop where it's like the chicken or the egg. Like, did we cause this or did it cause this within us where we're afraid of this thing and we have such deep shame about needing the online that we kind of just like 
revert back to it because we think that there's no other way for us because we're too awkward. At least I might, I might just be talking for myself again. I had a friend in high school and I'm not going to say her name, but she knows who she is What in, in high school. And she told me that I wasn't approachable and I would never find anybody because wow. of that. She was, she was a friend of me. She was not a good person at all. But yeah. She was like, I, I had been upset that I saw a cute guy and I didn't go up to talk to him and he didn't come up to talk to me. And she was like, well, you know, you're unapproach- unapproachable <laughs> and like, you're never going to find somebody unless you change that. You need to change how you are. And I was like, well, I don't wow. know. I was no. in high school. I think I was like 14. I was like, I don't know how to do that. <laughs> I don't have money. I don't know how to pay for myself. What do you mean? Yeah. Um, but that that has kind of like followed me around for so long that I know that personally I've I've kind of like it's kind of like it's an albatross for me. Like I I, I kind of revert back to that and I think about oh well maybe maybe this is easier for me and this it's a shame that I I, I can't do this but you know what it's it's a different case for everybody. Um, I'm going to say this is going off track just a little bit, but side note, when people say a lot, I think a lot of people like giving advice, specifically people who are in relationships. Yes. Like giving advice that it's going to happen when you least expect it, but that is not, or it's going to happen when you're not looking rather, Yeah. but that's not necessarily correct just with logic, because if you are not open to something it's it's not going to it's not going to happen so if you're this is for people who might be feeling shame and this is probably for myself too but if you're feeling like you are stuck with either or like you're you don't get online dating so you're stuck with meeting people in real life but it's not working out because everybody's online dating or you're you think that you're stuck with online dating but it's not working out and you wish that you can just go up to talk to somebody you you being in either scenario means that you are open to something happening and so by being open just the laws of attraction it's going to happen I had like a sort of epiphany this year where I was like, I don't want to feel this shame of, of having a relationship end or, um, or feel like I am on this endless cycle. So I'm just going to say that now that like, I don't, when I'm dating somebody, I'm not, and it's getting to the point where it's, you know, it's, it's more serious I'm saying like, I'm not trying to date for months. I'm trying to date for years. Yeah. I also think that you can find people who are on the same page of not knowing what you want and still feel like, okay, well, this person is somebody who I can figure it out with, you know? Yeah. And there's a beauty there in that. Like being able to be with someone is super nice and super great because you're going to grow together for the most part. Yeah. Some people do grow apart over time, but like if when you're in like this, like, very formative years of adulthood where you're like trying to figure out who you are, what you want, doing it with someone is a great way to find out those things. Be like, Hey, exactly. Yeah. And some people find it out through the hardships, like of a relationship. Yeah. It's like, Oh, ah, okay. Well, we're fundamentally on a different page. So this has been great and not to reduce it in such a cold kind of manner, but like, 
okay, well, this is going to be hard, but we don't want the same things. And we're, I'm realizing now that we don't want the same thing. Because yeah. like you said, yeah, it does change. You, It can change because of a person too. You can be like, wow, I really didn't think I was ready. But now I am. But after that pregnancy scare, I realized <laughs> maybe I am. Yeah. Not not coming from personal experience. Yeah, every per, like every I'm pregnancy scare for me, I'm like, ah, <laughs> what? You're like, no. <laughs> I'm like, I'm so small. I am baby. I cannot do this. <laughs> and that's okay. And that's all right. But you know, like yeah. this, these are things that don't exist in the culture that we're cultivating online. Like people are afraid yeah. to talk about what they want. People get uncomfortable when you talk about things that aren't for like years down the line. Like right now I yeah. am going through like fertility testing because I want to know what my yeah. options are. But like if I want to wait, cause I'm like still like originally in my life plan, I want a kid in the next, like in like two years from now. And I, now I'm like, I don't think that is going to work for me. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I am a baby. As you said, I'm like, I don't, yeah, I don't know if I could do that right now, but at the same time, yeah. I still really want to know what my options are. Like how long physically yeah. can I wait before it gets awkward and, and like complicated and, and potentially dangerous for me. So, yeah, you know, I have, I, I have like gone into this sort of like, being of fluidity and being okay with being very uncertain because a lot of things in 2018 changed for me and things that I was completely certain about just from relationships to work to family, like things that, that were kind of like my foundation got rocked completely. And with that also a lot of my sense of timeline was rocked yeah and so now I'm at that point where I'm like okay I can say with certainty certainty right now that yeah. I cannot have a child and right now I am not ready to have a child but that's not to say that maybe in two years I will be completely on a different page yeah, and make change. like a 180 about that. Yeah. yeah. So it's like when I, when I have that conversation now, I actually had this conversation with the guy that I was seeing and I told him I was going to be on this podcast. And he, told me, <laughs> he was like, I don't want to listen to you talk about me. <laughs> <laughs> I won't name names in case it doesn't work out because that would be awkward. That's but right. I told, we had a conversation. It was two hours long on the phone about what we want. And I was like, I'm sorry, I probably am coming across so like wild, but there are things that I know for certain that I want. I do want to be married and I do want to have children. Those are just like the truths of what I know that I want in my life, my goal. But when and how and where and those other factors and with whom, <laughs> it's, I can't say that it's going to be what I think it is right now, you know? Yeah. yeah and that's totally because okay. it could change. It does. And things do. But, yeah. But like, those are the fundamental like goals that I have, but can I say that I'm crossing it off or, or putting a time limit on myself? I can't do that anymore. Or I'm putting like, I'm giving myself too much time. Like I started freaking out too, because I was like, am I, 
being too relaxed about it, <laughs> yeah, you know, or, no. or like, no, it's, it's okay. And I think having these conversations while they seem scary, like you said, they're really necessary. And if there's no shame in saying that, I mean, as long as you're not doing it on the first date, yeah, I yeah, think it's okay. But even, <laughs> even then I don't, blame people because it's probably exhaustion too. You, you're going on a date and you know what you want. So if the person's bringing it up on the first date, yeah, they might seem crazy, but they know what they want. So, and if that's not you, you move on and that's it. It becomes, it just becomes a crazy story that you tell your friends and they're exactly. going to be moving on to try to find the person that fits what they want they or even just like plan. <laughs> yeah. It's saying, just saying like, Oh, what I want is a hookup saying that on the first date is okay too, because then the person can, the person can determine whether or not it's going to be a fit. And I think that with, with online dating now, it kind of feels like we're trying to deceive people into being a good fit for us. Oh yeah. It's kind of like how we've turned it into like, it's like a, by, by, not talking about things that we need to talk about when we need to talk about them. We've kind of turned, we've kind of made it this like this wild goose chase and guessing game of like, Oh, like, do you how like can I, how can I, yeah. How can I make this person fit? Even if they don't really, I think yeah. I see that a lot too with, with guys who don't necessarily say on their profile that they're only there for a hookup, but then you kind of get the idea that they're only there for a hookup. Yeah, it's when like, they send you eggplant emoji, yeah, you're like, ah. and and you're like, I didn't know this is what you want. I think that they think that they have to. This might just be coming from experience too, but they it kind of feels like they think that they have to trick a girl into being interested in only sex. Which newsflash, guys, there are girls who are also only looking for a hookup. If you put that, you might find the girl who's only looking for a hookup. You're yep. not you're not limiting yourself by by putting what you want in a in a tasteful way that's that's showing your personality and saying enough about yourself without giving everything away or you know creating a snooze. It's yeah, it's so sorry I'm going on around. It's no, so it's hard because it's hard to tell yeah. someone that you like them only to sleep with them. You know, like yeah, you're like I don't want anything else from you. You don't want that. I think if you've been on more than three dates, ghosting is not cool. Yeah. If it's like a first date and then like you never text me back, I'll be like, whatever. Okay, cool. It didn't work out. Yeah. Yeah. But if if you've had enough where maybe not even three, I would say maybe like five. Yeah. You're like, yeah. Don't from the prospecting phase to the dating. Yeah. School, like there's like, you know, don't, don't disappear. Cause that's a dick move. And there, yeah. there are ways to you use your words better. But I think that this is social media kind of like apps and stuff like that. We're not connecting face to face. So it seems like it's easier it probably feels like it's like the stakes are lower when you do it like that and like you never have to see this person again you just hope that you never run into them and if you do you just act like you don't know them i think there there's like you shouldn't go on a on a rant about why a person is not good for you and you should never i think worse than 
ghost thing is probably like what is it zombieing or something where you only come out every once in a while yeah and like you're sort of dead but yeah, but you're also like hey it's me again <laughs> but with no intentions of actually picking up where you left off you're just bored that's not cool don't do that you, yeah. it's either ghost or you say something and then you leave don't do the zombie thing yeah i also heard it called it's like called breadcrumbing too where you just kind of like trail along like we're your ghost but you're still watching my stories like yes with, oh with the god oh my don't watch god. my stories yes. if you're not going to text me back i mean like then i know you're alive, i but yeah i have like blocked people for that like do not if you're not going to answer me i'm you don't get to watch my stuff you you don't get to follow me that's not going to happen yeah. Like I get like if communication stops on both parts um, and you're both sort of like not putting any effort into to trying to maintain it. So it just becomes like a, an Instagram like buddy kind of thing. Like, Oh, we once yeah. went on a date. Um, <laughs> I get that if it's a mutual thing, but if a person is texting you and you're watching their story and not answering their text, you are caca you are a giant doo-doo head yeah i'm trying not to curse like curse the worst curse that i can (laughs) think of but yeah you are a giant poopy poop head if you do that don't do that that's not that's not cool but yeah i've gotten into that thing where i'm like okay i'm gonna post a story real quick about how i'm tired of this shit and then i'm gonna block you so you see that i, I t- was talking exclusively about you and then when you try to watch the next story oh where'd she go she's <laughs> gone yeah uh, i love that i mean and like some people like we get real petty with relationships now too but like there's definitely something so like you know the american uh psychology association defines like hookups as like a brief uncommitted sexual encounter between individuals who are not romantic partners or dating each other so that should be ex- like nothing that's happening on dating apps. Like, because if you're on a dating app, you're on a dating app typically to find someone like most people are on yeah. to find someone to share their life with or to share a bed with for, and like some yeah. see with them. Like even if yeah. it's just sex, like mm-hmm. not many people can separate it, but some people can. And so for those people, yeah. like you just need to be upfront because like a lot of yeah. people are having all this like, on no strings attached sex because they're lonely. Like we crave yeah. physical, you know, compassionate. Yeah. Like we, we, we crave it. That's like human beings yeah. are we're meant to be together with other people. We're, we're try like, I don't say try, but like, you know, we're group animals. We would have a pack in real, if we were wolves, like we would be in a pack. Yeah. We'd be solo. Yeah. For the most part. Some people are, as most of us are high functioning adults and, and, you know, typically have all the capability to experience emotional attraction and want that physical closeness. If we have translated that into sex, you know, like we're like, Oh, like I'll have sex with you because it'll get you to like me. Like I've been Mm -hmm. there. Think that we, we did this kind of as a response to not wanting to focus so much on relationships. Like, like the, like the, we, we were trying to show that there are different ways of intimacy and it's okay to be intimate with different people and, and it's possible to be intimate with different people. Um, 
But in that, I think that we kind of put ourselves in another box where we were trying to escape one box and then we put ourselves in another box and we're, we're kind of not feeling satisfied with that. In truth, it's just about balance. Like you, you find your personal balance and that's, that's what you go with. You don't have to go with what everybody else is, is like saying. going. Yeah. Don't Looks go with like the grain. Yeah. Yeah. Like if you are a person who, who finds your liberation in not being in a relationship and having, um, and, and having like this, like polyamorous kind of lifestyle where you are experiencing different other, like different people, that's your liberation. If you are a liberate, if you feel liberated and you feel the best and like least anxious when you are in a relationship and it's a certain thing, then that's, that's for you. There's not either or. And, yeah. and I think that our problem is, is that we're creating this either or because we thought that we were, we were getting out of this like box and this pigeon, we were pigeonholing ourselves by just saying like, Oh, well, it's like relationship or nothing. Yeah. And now it's like, well, it's sex or nothing. Like if you're not, you're not progressive. If you don't want, want sex on the first date. No, yeah. You're not progressive. Yeah, exactly. You're not progressive. If you are somebody who does not feel comfortable with an open relationship, that's not the case. So yeah. if anybody's thinking that, that you feel guilty like that, that's not the case. That's not, not it at all. And yeah. I've had to get, like, I've had to come to this conclusion myself where it's like, damn, like, I don't, I don't like it. Like, I do feel like I'm a sexual human being. I think most people are, um, not everybody is, but, but, you know, for the most part, people, people not sex is not dirty, but it's, it's not it. And for me, yeah. I, while I do enjoy it, um, and I can have stuff that there's like really no no sort of attachment. I know personally, I'm a person who wants to have sex with a person that I actually enjoy and where I can potentially see myself being with. Like I'm not. Yeah, I've had I've had casual sex before, but it's just like I've recently realized that it's just not my jam. And it's okay. There's there are other jams that I like, but that one's not my jam. <laughs> and that's all right. And then if, if that is your jam, that's okay too. Like that's okay too. There are so many jams. I'm thinking about jams as in like <laughs> strawberry <the> jam, bread. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but also like songs. So I'm like trying to figure out which analogy I want to go. I'm gonna go with strawberry jam. Nice. There are strawberry so ram. many jams in the supermarket. You don't have to go with the jam that that's on sale. You can go with the jam that might be a little bit pricier. I don't know where I'm going with this analogy, but I feel like what I, I'm saying I is it. that I get it. Yeah, there are so many options for you personally that you don't have to go with what you feel is being placed on you, or you feel like you have put yourself into, and things have changed for you. You know? Yeah, and that's all right. Everyone is allowed to have those times and those moments where they're they're like, Hey, I want to try this. And there's nothing wrong with trying it and figuring out something's not for you. And like, that's really the only way that you can explore that. Like sexuality is a spectrum. Everyone should explore. And that's, that's where communication is such a big, a big, big, big thing with this kind of stuff. Because if you are 
testing stuff out or if you are certain of what you want, you're kind of, you, you just need to be expressive about that. There is no shame in being expressive about what you want. It, it's, yeah. it's just about doing it in a tasteful way. Like there, <laughs> there are ways that you can do these things and say, and look for what you want and say what you want without, without feeling like you're killing the mood or you are creating an expectation on yourself based off of what you think the other person wants. There have been times where I've been like, "Mm, I really don't want anything specific. Like I do want a companion, but boyfriend, not right now. And, or I've been like, Oh yeah, I really just want to hook up. And I've gone on, in, not Instagram, <laughs> I've gone on Tinder or Bumble or OkCupid. Yeah. <laughs> I could keep going down this There's list. So of many. Yeah. Um, and I have like gotten the feeling that the guy feels like he can't say that he just wants to hook up because he thinks that I don't just want to hook up. And then when I say it, they're like, what? Yeah. Like, like, oh, shocked. cool. This works out perfectly. Like, it's like, <laughs> yeah. yeah, we're just talking about what we want. It's not a deception thing. We're not deceiving each other. We don't have to curate a, a version of what the other person wants within us to get what we want. You can just say what you want and then filter out who doesn't want that same want. Yeah. And then some people will be like, hey, I just want to hook up. And girls will be like, I can change them. Like, yeah. I can change your yeah. mind. People, please do not try to change people. Like, no. Listen to what people are saying. That's what people don't listen anymore. Everyone's like, I could just do it. Like, we're going to change them. Don't. You can't change people. People don't change for the most part unless they want to. (laughs) Exactly. There There is no way that you can change a person without being manipulative and a piece of shit. You can't change a person. There's no, there's nothing that you can do, sadly, to make a person fit when it doesn't fit. So like if you're dating somebody who wants a relationship and you don't want a relationship, you can't mold a person to fit what your need is. Yeah. So like, or if you're dating somebody who doesn't want a relationship and you want a relationship, you can't fix that person or change that person. They want what they want. You want what you want. You might like them, be their friend, move on. It's hard sometimes to tell. Like, and like I had dated someone in in college that for like a few weeks, it didn't last very long. Um, (laughs) And because like I could, I was confusing the feelings of like friendship with a guy with sexual feelings for a guy. I was like, oh, I don't like you like that. I like you so much more as a friend. Like we are friends. Yeah. To this day, we're still friends, and I feel like that's great for him and for me. It works for both of us. I'm super happy whenever I see that he's doing things that make him happy online because I'm like, oh, thank God, because our relationship didn't make me happy. I remember being in a car yeah. and being like, I have to break up with him right now. We were on a, on a ski trip with my <laughs> friends. I was like, I'm going to do it now. They're like, are you kidding? And I was like, no. Nope. <laughs> I was like, sorry. Nope. Right now. But like people get so afraid of how it's going to reflect them, like how bad it's going to blow back on them. And like, I feel bad for men specifically. Um, Not feel bad. But like, I feel like the system is fucking them over. 
specifically people that like want yeah. men that want relationships that want real relationships because people don't know how to ask for anything anymore. They don't know how to say what yeah. they want. And then also like, what does a real relationship look like in 2019? Like, yeah. Are yeah, you it's, supporting it's each other? A lot of everything? Yeah. Do you yeah. have a joint Instagram account? Are you giving them access to your social media accounts? Like, yeah, it's weird. You There's know, a like, lot of like, like you mentioned earlier, like there's a lot of external factors that pressure people into feeling. I think that, yeah, I think that men definitely have, they're in the same boat, you know, it's not, I don't think it's it's easy. I think a lot of dudes who probably do want relationships, maybe feel like they're, doing it like they're being masculine in the wrong kind of like they're not being masculine by wanting it and that just goes so further into like what (laughs) what media in general has shaped men and women to feel like they are yeah our Um, gender roles are so fucked at this point when it comes to intimacy and and how you can express emotions and who's allowed to express them yeah who's yeah and even like on what platform you're allowed to express it on because i feel like tinder for the most part people think is just hookup culture. Yes. But then the same guys who are on Tinder say are on Bumble. <laughs> are yeah, are on Bumble because they want to find somebody but and like the same girls are on Tinder and Bumble, <laughs> but like we're each communicating different things. We're like, okay, well if I only find a hookup on, on Tinder, that's fine. But on Bumble I want my next boyfriend. And yeah. on Hinge I want my husband. Yeah. Coffee meets bagel, <laughs> husband. Tinder <laughs> You can Tinder tonight, Bumble boyfriend, <laughs> and husband. You can literally go through the apps and like be like, w- you can immediately, people's minds will go to what they're related to. If I say Tinder, your mind's automatically going to go to a hookup. If I say Bumble, yeah. you're going to go to a relationship. If I say um, Match.com, you're going to go to your parents, like de- like someone who's been divorced already getting remarried. Like that's <laughs> yes. what you think of when you think of these apps. They all have a specific role to play in the you know yeah. in our intimacy journey of life, which is so interesting that we've created you know like this pathway that people have to go on. Like you go Tinder, yeah. you hate yourself for a little bit because someone sent you a dick pic that you didn't want. Tinder, please you get, rid want, of, yeah. get rid of the photo feature. No one wants photos. I don't need to give them photos. Uh, <laughs> yeah. You know what? I think they did. I, I think hope that so. They're, but there's, that's not to say that when you think that you meet somebody who's normal and you send them your text message, your, your text, your phone number, and then you get the text, you get a dick pic in the text. I've got I don't even so reply. Many. I just, I block. I just block. I'm like, you know what? I don't have the energy Sometimes I get into like where I'm going to rant, but some, like we talked about, people can't change. (laughs) If a guy wants to send a dick pic, he's probably not a guy that you are going to be able to say, like you can do it for you. You can say, Hey, you are a piece of shit, (laughs) but I know you don't care. So I'm just like, that's it. But like, for the most part, it's not even worth the energy. I mean, they should, they need to hear it from their friends. I think like, don't do that. Yeah, no, and that's, but like, yeah. that's a whole thing. Like, I think that there's a lot of openings for like men to step up and have those yeah. conversations with their friends. Like, if you see something, say something. Like, if you're, yeah. and this doesn't just pertain to hookup culture or disrespecting like women online, 
like anywhere. Like if you see your friends, like if your friends are saying some messed up shit, call them out. Like, yeah, say something. They're not going to listen if, if say like I was about to say, if I'm about to pop off on them because of an Instagram status, like, or sorry, Instagram post, like they are not going to care, but coming from someone they were no. someone that sees their worldview, because I am a woman. I don't see the male view of things all the time. Yeah. I yeah. I don't have that experience. I don't have a penis. Don't know what it feels like to yeah. be ending up and not miss everywhere. Um, but you know, like there, there's room there for people to have these conversations. And I was talking with one of my friends recently and we were talking about the, the role that men can play in being advocates for women. And I didn't mean to get into this, but now we're here, but like you can do it. There are easy steps. Like you just need to, yeah. If you see or hear someone disrespecting someone, be it because of their sex, their gender, race, um, any identifying <laughs> factor of them, say something. Yeah. Like, Bro, that's say not something. cool. Like, it's not cool yeah. to be racist. It's not cool to be sexist. It's not cool to put people down that you don't even know. If you have a friend who is contributing to something that you don't vibe with, that society is trying to move away from, albeit sexism, like sexual harassment, stuff like that, you know, homophobia, transphobia, stuff like that. It's okay to just be like, hey, like, mm, I, I love you, dude, or do that. Like, I love you as a person, but I just don't think that that's cool. Like, if you are, if you're, like, let's end locker room talk. If you are with your buddies and they're talking about somebody, like, sending up a, a girl who didn't ask for it a dick pic or something, or, like, just just be like, hey, like, I don't know. You don't even have to say, like, you don't have to stand on a soapbox and, like, start going on a rant. You can just be like, I don't know. Because yeah. then... They're like, not cool. You're putting into this... Yeah, you're putting you're putting it into their brain that, like, oh, wait. This is okay. Uh, like, even if you just say, uh, I yeah. don't really, I don't really think that's it, man. <laughs> You're, <laughs> that's that's the bare minimum, but that's still going to, that's still going to make the person think like, oh, wait, is this not like subconsciously like, oh, is this like not it, man? Like, yeah. you know, <laughs> they're going to feel some shame there. And like, it's important to do yeah. this for men. I mean, this this converse it really does circle around men in general, but also women. Like I Yeah. I try not to because like obviously I don't want to be objectified. And a lot of women say that they also don't want to be objectified, but then we'll objectify men. So I'm like, let's yes. do that. Like you yeah. can't, you can't have it both ways. Like that's yeah. you, that's where I people think- are like, eh. <laughs> Yeah, I think that one of the things that we've kind of gotten into and I'm still trying to figure out how I can navigate this myself and like how I can catch myself because I don't think that I am like completely removed from doing this but I think that like while we don't want men to sit around talking about like us in personal ways maybe don't do that either like objectify dudes based off of their dick size like like you know like go into specific details about a specific person just to shame them or to like either shame or like the opposite where you are like completely objectifying them like 
general people, who cares? Because you don't really know. You could just be like, oh, hey, this like this person who's unspecified, whatever. I don't think that we're completely there yet. I think that honestly, millennial, we're doing the best that we can. But the next generation, <laughs> yeah. they're, they're going to take the reins on that. So the most that we can do, I think the minimum, at least, that line is very thin. The most and the minimum, very thin. It's <laughs> just to not say things that we probably wouldn't want to say in front of our parents about other people's bodies. <laughs> correct, correct. Like you if should not you shame are people. not Yeah. If you're not willing to say, oh hey, I this guy that I went out with last week was uncut. Ew, that's so gross. To your mom? Yeah. Or okay. your dad. <laughs> or worse, even worse. Your grandma or your grandpa, if you would not say those things about a person's body specifically to your grandparents, don't say it to your friends. It's not information that they need. We need to filter out stuff that's not important. Yeah. <laughs> Ask your friend instead how their day was and if you know, if they're feeling okay. Like you just, yeah. <laughs> maybe maybe don't like check up on your friends in ways that it's not revolving around the sex or objectifying yeah yeah like you can and check also, in and be like hey how did you guys vibe like that's something that's yeah fun. i'm like did you it doesn't it? have to be like it doesn't have to be like oh hey yeah is is he cut or something or uh, like was her pussy tight ew that's so disgusting but like <laughs> we don't have to do this we yeah, don't have there are so many other there's so many other ways to talk to our friends. So we just need to get to that, to that point. But yeah, I, I am just remembering now because I'm thinking about all the guys that I've met. Not all the guys. That sounds like a lot. But all the guys that I've swiped and matched with on one app. Yes. <laughs> and them being on another. I my brain just went back to that. And I'm laughing to myself about that because I think it's so silly that like, like you said, like we, we like we're thinking like, oh, this is for this, this is for this, this is for this. It's again, we're like oversimplifying ourselves. We're kind of like pigeonholing ourselves. We're not making it easier for us. We're putting expectations on the same people. You know, if you if you see somebody on okay Cupid, the chances of them being on Tinder are so high it's like we're trying all the same things we're all looking for what we want so maybe we need to say what we want just to bring it all back say what we want where we want how we want on all the apps and just like filter it filter it out i kind of check up on your friends (laughs) and be honest on your Instagram app, not Instagram. Jesus, I have Instagram on the brain, apparently. <laughs> That's okay. <laughs> no, I just think that, you know, a lot of the apps that we have right now kind of miss the mark. Like, they're super superficial. Uh, at yeah. the best way to describe it. And like, for people that are really, and like, match.com is obviously like behind a paywall and that does get pretty deep into what you're looking for. But like, where's the yeah. free version of it? Like, you know, like we there's so much opportunity there for someone to go and create something like an actual algorithm using AI or machine learning that like 
really digs in there and finds someone that you are compatible with it. Like on yeah. levels that you won't put person, like you won't put on your profile, someone that can understand yeah. or someone that has dealt with having someone in their family that has anxiety, that's been through it, that knows yeah. that's not going to be afraid when you have an anxiety attack because those shits are scary. Like yeah. for people that have never experienced one, it's literally feels like you're about to die. Like, Oh yeah. The best oh, feeling yeah. that I can give it. I have literally been in that position where I was like, I'm going to die. This is the end for me. Like, Oh yeah. I've gone to the ER because I'm yeah. like, I can't breathe. And they're like, uh, honey, <laughs> you can be like, you just breathe. You're like, yeah. It's like, you are not dying. <laughs> this like, is God, a complete waste. Yeah. And then you, wish yeah, dying, I think that, like, Fuck. yeah, yeah. It's like, Oh, did dying cheaper no yeah. it's not america it's not <laughs> not america but i think that no i think that um our issue is that we haven't found we haven't quite mastered and found that balance where we're finding people who are compatible with on the levels that we're like not willing to budge and also the things that we can be a little bit more lenient about you know yeah. on the like I think that it's it's very hard for us to navigate as a society, when I say us, um, <laughs> navigate what we have because we're putting pressures on ourselves and we're getting pressure from these things. So it's there hasn't been the one app or website that's like the be all end all. And that's why I think it's what you make of it and what I think it, it takes a lot of self-reflectiveness and a lot of like to to for lack of a better word balls to just like okay this is what i want and this is what i'm willing to compromise on um not not outwardly you don't have to to be like ball busting but like to yourself to have that conversation with yourself about like okay I'm trying to make the most of what I've got and the way that I can do this is by doing X, Y, Z. Yeah. And that's for sure. Like it really just, it takes time and you have to know yourself before you can expect someone else to love you for who you are. Like, yeah, I'm a big proponent yeah. that someone finding a relationship isn't going to make you feel less lonely. Sometimes it'll make no. you feel more lonely because more lonely and in a relationship, yeah. you know, your time is going to be cut by in half by another person wanting yeah. to and then if it stresses, you have to live, you're living with someone. And for me, I'm currently in the middle of nowhere. So like, I need to be like really secure with who I am. Cause otherwise I would go. Yeah. And- you go crazy. I think that there's like, it's, it's like even balance within saying like, you can't, I don't think that people are incapable of loving another person until they love themselves. I, I, I don't think that that's, that's not what you said, by the way. I know that that's not yeah. what you said. Um, but I think that people have put that pressure on themselves too, because they're like, Oh, well you can't love anybody until you love yourself. That's a lie. You can love somebody when you, but it's loving somebody and accepting that somebody's love is a lot easier when you love yourself. Yeah. So, and when you know yourself, because sometimes to be honest, you don't always love yourself. So you don't always have to, love yourself 24 seven. We don't love most of the people that we love the most 24 <laughs> seven. 
Exactly. You can so hate sometimes. You, That's okay. you can hate yourself sometimes, but I think that it's like if you are if you are not at least somewhat comfortable with yourself, getting into something with another person is very hard. And I think that when you are certain of yourself more and more, it becomes easier and easier for you to be accepting of that fluidity that love is. Yeah, I agree. I think there's a lot of work to do for humanity in general for us to reverse the damage that Facebook has caused. Because I don't, if you think back to the beginning of social 10 years ago, uh, Facebook was started and it was hot or not at Harvard. Yeah. And that really started this whole online dating hookup culture kind of thing where we're prioritizing people because of looks, not because of who they are on the inside. And so like that's something that, we just have to get past. Like we need yeah. but four emotions. Like swipe on someone yes. that's carefree and and likes uh, to cry while they watch romance movies, like on the Hallmark yeah. Channel at Christmas. Like no pictures. Just do you like this person's soul? Like that yeah. is what really needs to start happening. You need to people need to start asking themselves the question, what who are they if you took away the exterior? Like Yes. And also be forgiving if you don't connect. Yes. Be forgiving on yourself and be forgiving of that person if it doesn't work out. Because that doesn't mean that it's not going to work out. And I think that that's part of the pressure too. Because like we talked about earlier, feeling the shame of being on these sites. Yeah. um, And wanting to, to... get off of it as fast as possible so you're trying to find the right person as soon as possible and as fast as possible and the the best person as possible and that's just like it's not realistic so if you do happen to think that you connect with somebody and it doesn't work out that's okay like it's okay for that too yeah, like I totally used to believe that there was like, I used to believe in soulmates. And as I've gotten older, I realized that there's, well, it's, that might still be true. There's always more than one person out there for you. Like, even, exactly. if, even if you love this person with all that you have and it ends up not working out, like it's going to be okay because yeah. there's 8 billion plus people and growing every day in yes. the world. And like, at least a hundred of them have something yeah. in common for you. Because if you think about it, the people that end up together for like, I, w- I almost just said hundreds of years. None of us have been together. No one's been together for like, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I just jumped like 20, 35 when we live like 50 years longer. Um, yeah. But people, you know, we all just want that idea of like my grandparents died together and it was beautiful. And they yeah. were together with their dying breasts. Like that is the type of love that I want. But, Mm -hmm. you know, they found each other in one town. Like, they lived, like, a few miles away from each other. Like, the chances... What are the chances of that happening? Like, if if that happens so close and we're talking now at, like, a state or, like, global-wide, like, there's so many people there that you have a chance. There's so many people. And that's also part of the problem, but... (laughs) Yeah, we feel overwhelmed with options, but there are so many people, and... That's not to say that like you won't meet that person because like you, I I believe in soulmates. I believe in more than one soulmate. I think that 
my best, best friend is my soulmate too. Yeah. As much as I think that I have a romantic soulmate or romantic soulmates, I have multiple best, best friends who I'm like, I, we just, we connect on a deep level and I would do anything for you. But is that perfect? No. The same way that, that it, like you work on these things. So like you can find that person within your town. You can find that person across the world, I guess. It's not going to be, it's not going to be seamless and easy. It's going to take effort and it's going to take commitment if that's what you want. Yes. Commitment in whichever way that you want that commitment to mean. But like, so saying like, yeah, you have, we have soulmates, definitely. And I think that there are, I think that you can find that with your, within your life with like finding somebody who is like how your grandparents were, or you can find like whether they're near or they're far. Like it's, it's so much more than just like connecting with somebody yeah. And it's so important to start showing more like diverse love stories, you know, not yes. just you know, fairy tale romances that we all grew up on where ideology, like they idolized the men, the man always saving the woman and the fact that everything was always perfect and the grand gestures yeah. is that is unrealistic when you start to like look at yeah. it. And that's like one yeah. of the things that people are looking for and you're never going to find that because it does not exist. Because so. it does not, yeah, it's it's the way that we watch Game of Thrones and accept that dragons aren't real. We should watch rom-coms and accept that maybe we're not getting the whole story and that snapshot isn't, like, while you can have this, like, wow, moment one month, you might have, like, a, meh, it kind of slowed down a little bit this month, yeah. month you know? It's totally fine. <laughs> That's just how it And goes. that doesn't mean that it's not worth it. It just means that that it's that's life. Like yeah. if if art were to mimic life seamlessly, nobody would be interested in art. Exactly. It's all those interesting turns that you never saw coming. Yes. And like the tiniest little detail that people find attractive. Yeah. Like, look at this speck of gold in this beautiful splash of paint. It's beautiful. It's yeah. One million dollars. <laughs> One million. Um, yeah. Yeah. There's just so much to be said on this topic. It could honestly go on forever. <laughs> but, <laughs> but with our closing thoughts, I think that it's just important for people, one, to be kind, to be honest, and be open. Uh, and yeah. Not, not to expect, like, obviously, I said this before and I'll say it again, but like, redoing the brainwashing that has happened to us for the past 10 years on what it yeah. means to be on these sites and how we talk to each other and what is a relationship, what is casual sex, what is like, what are those defining lines? And those are up to you. So like, yeah, just be open to being honest exactly, <laughs> and, ex- and expect honesty in return. I think that it's, erasing all of that stuff within yourself is what's going to help us erase it in totality. Yeah. So like being honest with yourself, being honest with other people is like, if you're honest with yourself enough, you're going to be honest with other people being open with yourself and being open with other people. Like, it's just like when you are even in, 
the moment as universal as we become and as like sort of like chameleon like that we can be with certain things being accepting of who you are in that moment is going to help you with what you want and look for and I think it's essentially going to help all of us if we all just try to be a little bit more forgiving of ourselves open with ourselves open with our expectations maybe tighten up some of our expectations too like having on deep and honest conversations with ourselves I think is going to help us find the connections that we want yeah I agree. in whichever way we can get it whether it's online or in person you know I think that that we've like you said we've had 10 years of like this conditioning and it's going to take a while for it to be you know reversed yeah and it'll be a lot of baby steps and that's what it's I'm a lot of say. yeah how different companies like and you know as much as we want to put that on ourselves it's it's up to these companies that run these apps to start putting practices into place that help prevent these measures from happening you know oh yeah like they need to do some some big <laughs> restructuring of the way the apps work and and what is yes. and is not allowed to kind of help change they have such a big role and i don't think that I think the past 10 years kind of slowly crept up on us. But now when you look back, you can see what a big and profound difference it's made in, in the way that we communicate with each other. Like, Oh yeah. It's, it's on them. Like they did like, and Zuckerberg knows this Yeah, in his hoodie somewhere. He's crying. Um, yeah. He, he fucked up the whole world. He's like, I didn't mean to. <laughs> he's like, but like, it'll be okay. Yeah. It's going to be fine. Don't worry. But like, you know, it's it's on them to kind of fix the mess that they made. And I'm yes. to see what they do. And, and obviously not all of them will be able to do that, but uh, there's a need. And so whenever there's a need, like there will be people that rise up to meet the occasion. And I'm super excited for those people that are working on those passion projects right now that are aiming to solve this problem. So go yeah. guys, we're rooting for you. Yes. Don't let us down. We're rooting for them 100%. <laughs> and honestly, the same that you just said for this is completely different, but the same that we discussed about climate change and yeah, yeah companies for the, yeah, while we can all recycle and it's going to reduce our footprint, the bigger footprint are the, the people at the top. Yeah. So the people at the top with these, with these apps and these websites, they too need to to fix they need to buck up and that's (laughs) yeah we can do what we can and like you said what it's it's supply and demand you know it's if if we're saying hey this is what we want there are going to be people who are going to listen to that and if enough of us are saying hey actually i'm not really happy with this um and i did some soul searching and i'm like ready for something different the people either they're going to be the ones to make the something different or we're going to be the ones to call for something different. Yeah. And that's because they follow the masses. Exactly. And that that's honestly like, a, uh, one of my, one of my, uh, creators of my company, the founder 
one of his favorite saying is that the easiest way to make a million dollars is to solve a problem that's affecting a million people. And so this is yes. definitely affecting a million people. So if you want to make a million dollars, here you guys go. I just gave you, <laughs> we just gave you an yes. hour's worth of content to kind of go. There about you go. Thing. So with that, please compensate. Send yes. me a check. <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> please. You're going to buzz that out. Yeah. Beep uh, <laughs> it out completely. <laughs> But thank you so much, Sophia, for being on the podcast. Uh, as our inaugural guest, even if this episode doesn't air first, you'll always have a special place. Um, oh, Venus. I love you. <laughs> <laughs> I think it was overall very successful. So with I that, think so too. we are at the end of our time. And thank you, everyone, that came and listened. And I greatly appreciate you guys tuning in. Stay tuned for an announcement about what the next podcast will be after this. Bye.